County is full of amazing stories, and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that live them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole history told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana county. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Where We Landed. We're excited about another great week, and we've got an exciting interview today. This is Scott Miller. I own Bowman Construction here in Marion, and I've got along with me our guest, or not our guest, but our host, Iris, Iris Brunner. Hey, yo. And we also have Alicia Hazelwood. Hello, hello. And before we get started, we're going to do today our favorite place that we've been in the course of the last year. And so I'm going to start with Iris. I'll let you go first. I know how much you love this stuff. So favorite place in the last year that you've been to? Yeah. So I we were talking um, in the green room, as we like to call it, about uh, picking absolutes and things that are our favorite. And I have commitment issues to that. <laughs> but I do not have a single commitment issue to this answer that I'm about to give you. And if you guys know me. This is the correct answer for me. Alicia's nodding her head. Kylie's rolling her eyes and saying, yep. Mm-hmm. Scott has no idea. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> My most favorite place on earth and that I always try to get back to is Disney. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you've been there yeah. in the last year? Uh, we went for Christmas. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Disney in Florida, Disney, Disney in California. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think our next trip is going to be Disneyland. The kids are real interested. They're like, I want to go. I want to see it. Yeah. The least my, favorite place of mine would be Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you just need to come with me. No. <laughs> no. That would probably be the worst case scenario. I have two boys and they're like, that's yeah. too princessy. I don't have to I was going to say, there. my biggest kid was the most jolly this time around, though, yeah. just because of Hollywood Studios and the entire oh. Star Wars experience. So, yes, <laughs> it, mm-hmm. we were we were all in. We're Disney people. Like, I know, and I'm, you know, I know yeah, it's not no. for everybody, but it is for us. It the is runners for are you. all in. <laughs> Have you been overseas? Because there's one in, is there one in Paris? Yeah, you're asking me questions. I don't know the answers to, okay. but yes. Okay, I thought there was one there. I thought <laughs> there was one, one in Shanghai. It's interesting because there was somebody that I was just with over the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks, and they had said that their favorite Disney, they've been to all of them, and their favorite oh. one was in Shanghai, I oh. think, was there. Mm-hmm. So Good to know. Maybe something Good for the Brunner know. family to right. be thinking about. Down the road. Hit them all. Down the road. <laughs> hit every we, hit, we hit the lottery, we're out. <laughs> we hit yeah, the lottery. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> but wait, I think you have to play the lottery. Though, <laughs> to, to do that, yeah. All right, Alicia. All right, so... For me, it's St. Augustine. Oh. Yeah. That was a trip you went with your mom, too? It was. We went. I went with my best friend, the two of us. We were celebrating our 40th birthdays and 30 years of friendship. So we did that. And then we decided to take our mothers with us the next time and did a mother's daughter trip. And I love that. Yeah, it was nice. I just love St. Augustine. I love the history. I love being on the beach. The water's always nice. Yeah. yeah that's my favorite place probably in the world. I didn't even think it. So my parents live just mm-hmm. 40 minutes from St. Augustine. So we took Leo down and, um, and that was a lot of fun. That's just a couple weeks or a couple months ago uh, that we did yeah. that. So that is an awesome place. Yeah, I, I love, love the ice cream shops around oh, down the, the down food's the, amazing. Yeah. There's a uh, college Flagler yeah, colleges there. And, uh, um, I keep trying to convince Gavin to go to school there yeah. so that I can buy a little house and <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> have an excuse to do that. Yeah. yeah. So what about you, our, Scott? Well, I'm going to go to our guest first and oh. I'll come back. So, Courtney, where's your favorite place you've been in the last year? Got Probably one? general answer, Florida. Yeah. But <laughs> Just the, in the reason, general. Yes. But we always go to the same spot. We went there since I was younger. And so, uh, 
the family keeps growing. So my parents are down there, <laughs> my brother, um, his wife, my nie two nieces and nephew, and then my husband and our two kids. And we got to go for the longest time uh, since my husband and I have been married. So we've been married seven years. We went for two weeks because uh, oh, our nice. business is kind of during March. Everybody's in state tournaments or doing basketball, so they don't really need us. We've got them <laughs> to that point. So it was nice. Just the, we drove with the kids and they did great. We drove through the night and um, we stopped in Nashville on the way back and yes. got a little pancake pantry breakfast yes. action. So. <laughs> Love Nashville. So it was just a relaxing time. So I would say yeah, it was good. Awesome. That's really good. Scott, Scott. <clears throat> now it's time for you to answer. Yeah. So I think, um, so, so Leo, um, is a little guy that we just adopted a year ago. And, um, I was going to say St. Augustine because we took him to the beach in St. Augustine and he was scared to death of the ocean. You know, it's so loud for a little kid and yeah. my grandpa or his grandpa finally got him to get in the water, which was fun. But I am going to say we uh, took him on his two year birthday to St. Louis and went mm -hmm. to the St. Louis Zoo. And yeah. he thought that was a huge deal. So I'm going to say St. Louis. It is a huge deal. Yeah. That's an awesome zoo. It did is. you do the arch? Uh, no, we did not. We did not <laughs> do the arch that weekend. So. Uh so, I imagine you're claustrophobic. Are well, you? I have done the arch before. So, um, so that like I'm a little claustrophobic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Heights aren't my thing. But, Heights aren't my thing. <laughs> but that was good. So anyway, St. Louis for me. Very cool. Yeah. Very, Very cool. cool. Very cool. Well, I um, have the privilege of introducing today's guest, as you have may have already guessed. We have with us today uh, Courtney Delks. Uh, very proud. I feel like a little proud mama here because I feel like I've watched her grow, <laughs> even though I was just a little baby myself, too. But um, I am so happy that you're here with us today, Courtney. Courtney is a uh, former uh, Lady Eagle. Um, she was a 2010 Miss Basketball for the state of Indiana. She was a, a four-year Purdue Boilermaker. Um, she is now back in Grant County and is the owner of Compete Training Academy. She's a mom of two. Um, I'm just making this up as I go, so I'm sure <laughs> I've forgotten a bunch of things, but I am so happy that you're here with us today, Courtney. Thank you for being here. Hey, I'm pumped to be on here, and uh, what a great crew we have here. Thank it's you. It's going to be an awesome podcast. <laughs> well, the, we're no short of uh, uh, pestering with each other here, so uh, we're, we're clearly uh, good friends. And good friends, not scripted. Not scripted at all. <laughs> so, And as the title implies where we landed, um, we're just really interested in collecting stories of the amazing people that choose to make Grant County their home. So Courtney, we'd love to learn how you landed here. Yes. Uh, so we'll go back to my great grandpa. Uh, <laughs> All right. Grew up in Decatur, Indiana, started a manufactured housing business. Um, my grandpa, uh, so this is my dad's um, dad, uh, Grandpa Jim, started a location in Marion. So it's called Grant oh. County Manufactured Housing. It was next okay. to Taco Bell North. Um, where Holiday Inn is now. Mm -hmm. And so the family business moved here. So then my dad's side of the family is moving here. My, on my mom's side, my grandpa was from Kentucky and, um, and he moved up here. So we finished like down in the hollers, like eighth grade, they stopped school. So he moved up here, started working at a factory, <laughs> uh, met my grandma. And so my mom and dad actually went to Marion High School. So they met, went to Marion High School. It was back in the days, like you had the North and the South. So my dad grew up North side. Mom was from oh, yes. the South side. So the two, the North and the South uh -oh, got together. The two and the three. <laughs> oh yeah. So, um, 
so I grew up here my whole life, and uh, so just turned 30, and last, well, it's still May, this month turned 30, so um, 26 years of my life I've lived in Grant County, uh, besides the four when I was at West Lafayette, and uh, so how I landed back here was just went to way to school, and um, my husband and I met in school, and he got a job in Indiana Westland, and we moved back, and we haven't left since then, so uh, family roots are here, and we're building our family roots here, too. Nice. That. that is so awesome. So I watched a little bit because I'm not the sports person in the room. My kids are, but I'm not. Um, I watched a little bit your kind of career at Oak Hill and stuff like that because you were kind of a county sensation, even though I went to Marion and Marion didn't like Oak Hill. But that's beside <laughs> the point. Um, how did you how did you end up at Purdue and West Lafayette? We know that Kylie is a huge Purdue fan and Iris can close her ears for this one because she went to IU. I'm a Courtney fan. <laughs> right. So, so how, how did you get to Purdue? What did you study there? And are you utilizing that now that you're back here in our community? So I was a uh, big Notre Dame fan. And for since Iris likes IU, you'll be uh, <laughs> happy to know. My, I think it was my first day of kindergarten. Maybe I wore like a whole IU outfit. So. <laughs> Jared, Jared Odell, yeah. Grant mm -hmm. County. So grew up watching Jared. So I was actually, mm -hmm. our family were IU fans. And we watched AJ Moy and all, all those yeah. guys growing up. So, um, but I was a huge, uh, really wanted to go to Notre Dame. And there was a girl who was Miss Basketball in 2009 named Skylar Diggins, who is still playing in the WNBA now. And they were waiting to see where she was going to commit. And she committed Notre Dame. So the assistant called and said, hey, Skylar's coming. We want, like, you should go somewhere else because Skylar was going to go there and run yeah. the show and uh so then it came down to purdue michigan state um and it really came down to just my relationship with my coach at purdue um the the fit you get this gut feeling we call it the inner voice that's like i just knew every time i went there I was like this is the the place um it was close to home family could go watch everything um i could go home if i needed to and you have actually mm -hmm. maybe a little bit of a break and um when i went there i ended up studying health and fitness for uh three years and then it got into like kind of like the clinicals be like a nurse having to go do clinicals and my clinical hours for my fitness side of things were at 5 30 in the morning so you can Ooh. imagine flying in from minnesota you had to de-ice the plane about 9 p.m you're getting back you got some homework to finish maybe get in the bed and so i just saw i was like talk to the the leader of uh and she wasn't gonna change so i was like all right, that's all I had left to finish in that degree, and I switched majors yeah. to human services, which is working with people. Yeah. I took a lot of counseling <laughs> classes, so I ended up graduating with a human services degree, um, nice. which they all go health and fitness, human services go hand in hand what we're doing. So, yeah. so that's kind of the the story of what happened there. So, talk a little bit about what you're doing then. Yep. So, um, my husband and I own Compete Training Academy. Um, we started on my driveway. Uh, <laughs> where I grew up at, uh, Peyton Hearts, um, yeah. was one of my first clients. So I remember Nikki used to drop him, drop him off on her driveway. She'd go do grocery shopping. <laughs> I trained Peyton, um, Bud Osmond's son, uh, he would ride his bicycle down Landry and do training on her driveway. And so this was in 2014. Um, and then, uh, Jordan moved, uh, to Marion in 2014 and we started doing it. A little bit more we started doing some of uh, training out of churches um we lived in double wide we had i had people coming over to our spare bedroom uh we had a weight room in there so we had a, <laughs> a weight room and a spare bedroom of a double wide and people were working out and so it just i mean 
It just grew. Difficult and it just grew. <laughs> and um, now we are, uh, we bought a old dairy farm. Um, it used to be one of the biggest dairy farms in Grant County back in the day. And we walked in, we've been praying about, my, Jordan, my husband, and I used to draw when we were little in our journals, like a picture of a barn in the country with basketball goals. He grew up in Rossville, Indiana. We didn't know mm-hmm. each other till college. Um, and all of this, you know, came to be. And so we poured cement in this dairy barn. It was a dirt floor, uh, put some goals up in there. And we had our first tournament. I mean, we bought the place in 2017 that fall. We hadn't moved into the house. We yep. had a tournament. People came from all over Indiana to play in it. Um, the girls team from Noblesville ended up beating the boys team. Yeah, uh, it was it was awesome. Uh, My son was in all of that stuff. Yes, and we went and it was it. the day we picked, so it had been like seventy degrees, eighty, yeah. and it was freezing, it was so cold. We, we didn't have any lights. There was like this one little spotlight in the barn, and so we were like, "We'll just open the doors up. We'll have natural lights. All good." That morning, I'm telling you, it was like thirty. It was, so it was cold. cold, so we're like. Oh man, so we got hot chocolate out. We and it was like ultimate barn ball. Um and so it's just grown since then. And we go to schools now. We're going national, um, traveling all over the country, doing training, traveling all over the state. Um, and we've really started to get hire trainers now. We have kids, we have trainers who are doing stuff and we're getting more my husband and I are getting more into the mindset training um mm-hmm. and working a lot with like CEOs and pro athletes and adults. Uh, I mean, anybody, so if any of you guys need a mindset coach, hit us up. <laughs> but uh, So we work with all kinds of um, variations of people. And so you're not specific to basketball then. You do all different kinds of sports, but it's beyond that, right? Right. Basketball is our main niche, but um, we're really kind of breaking out into the mindset side of things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is our first year. We haven't, we've been asked for a lot of years to do AAU teams and we've been like, no, we like don't want to get into it, but we're kind of taking a different approach. I think AU has become a monster where they're like teams have there's like team A, B, C, D, E, and F. And it's like if your mm-hmm. kids on the like C or D team, you guys just need to be like going swimming at the pool in the summer because you're just wasting money. Right. And um, and so we started with just we have six teams and we're the approach is just a few turn five tournaments all in Indy or close by. Uh, every kid gets five individual training sessions. And so we're really emphasizing there's 12 practices, teaching and development, not just let's go play all these games. And, uh-huh. and because that's not, and spend all this money. Cause that's not, this is a, yeah, we're trying to change the, make you keep youth sports, youth, youth sports is what Very our good. kind of thing is. So, so talk about how, um, basketball started for you. Um, I got to hear a really fun story that you told one time, um, about playing basketball at the boys and girls club, but, mm-hmm. um, where, where did that passion start for you? Uh, it's fun, um, being a mom and having kids. Cause you kind of can like, I kind of, you can, can kind of tell. So our son, is like ultimate outdoorsman wakes up puts camo on goes outside <laughs> and like shooting his bow at birds all day long uh before i came here we were out in the four-wheeler going through the woods and like he had his bow we we're like looking for chipmunks squirrels so like basketball he's like yeah he's like whatever then yeah i watched my daughter and she we never push anything if they want to play basketball cool if not mm-hmm. do find your passion and do it well yeah and she just gravitates toward it like she'll pick it up she'll go let's play basketball like she's two and a half and she'll like be running and like diving and I'm like, I feel like I'm seeing myself maybe through her because mm-hmm. I've heard people. I don't remember when I'm two, but they said you just always <laughs> had a passion for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could remember like when I was four playing at the Y, 
the old Y at the top where it smelled like chlorine when you walk up the stairs <laughs> yeah. uh, in Grant County. And so I remember starting there and then playing at the Boys and Girls Club with the boys, um, playing the Pal Club. Uh, I played in the Girls League, then ended up playing the Boys League. And then um, Skills and Drills, Indiana Warriors, we go to Jones Middle School. I started doing that, I think, when I was six. Um, and just... Yeah, just had a love for it and um, thankful that my parents navigated it well. They just kept it fun. I did multi-sports, did other sports too. Mm-hmm. And and then eventually when I was 10, we started like going to Indy a lot for things. Um, but yeah, just, I mean, out in the driveway all the time, just uh, playing with the neighborhood boys. And I remember sitting in class, couldn't wait to go outside for recess and go and play with the, the boys. boys. Yep. <laughs> I was always team captain, me yeah. and a kid named uh, Cody. We were always on, we had to be the captains on separate teams and just, uh, that's what I always tell kids. It's just, you have the love for it or you don't like, right. and you can, you can tell when parents are pushing on kids and when they're not, <laughs> right. especially in our role now. And so just the love for the game, I would say it just mm-hmm. kind of was in me. What, what did your parents do in a positive way? I'm sure all of us have moms and dads that may not have always done everything perfect, but for you in a positive way, how did your parents help you balance life with, with sports? Was there something that they did that you'd say, Hey, this was really helpful as parents. Something uh, that I see a lot is that the car has become the dinner table for a lot of people. Um, And uh, I mean, I can remember family dinners, like we ate dinner together as a family, whether it was in the house on the back deck, if it was after a game, the ice house, we were frequented there. Like if it was baseball season, but we were, we were going and setting down together not, we were, it never felt like we were in a hurry yeah. um, together. And um, so I thought that was something um, that they did a really good job. Like it wasn't, I never felt rushed going from here to there. Yeah. And looking back now, like the times where we did drive, if we were going to Indy, like the conversations in the car, they were just very intentional. Like they never sent, when I got my license, it was never like I was sent to go, okay, you got practice going your own. It was always family outing. Like, let's go. We're going to go down. We're going to go out to eat. Yeah. Went to Champs a lot, Buffalo <laughs> Chicken Sandwich. <laughs> that was good. I know you're helping a lot of coaches today and, and a lot of youth um, through that. If there's one piece of advice that you have for a high school coach today, any any particular thing stand out to you that you'd say, this would be my piece of advice for a high school coach today? I think the piece of advice, uh, I was actually just on a fishing trip um, with the head coach for IPFW men, and we were talking about like the NIL stuff that's out, yeah. uh, just came out in college. It's probably going to trickle he down to high NIL. school. He said NIL. I'm the non-sports yeah. person. What's that stand for? So um, <laughs> it's pretty much that people, like kids in college can get paid for their Sponsorships name. Sponsorships. Sponsorships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It used to be like, hmm. it kind of like took out all these crazy rules NCA had, where like when I was in school, we couldn't have peanut butter with our bagels in the locker room. What like that was uh, against the rules, so it took out like some things. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, this how is, true. is that a pro- what? Okay, tell that story. Yeah. How is that a rule? I don't know. That's peanut NCAA. butter is a good protein. <laughs> exactly. We could have bagels, but if you had peanut butter in the locker room, that, oh, that was too much. But you go in the locker room now, and it's like, yeah, gourmet buffet like <laughs> everywhere. So like, oh, that the, school was, paying, the school yeah. was paying too much, yeah. like spoiling you guys by having peanut butter. Exactly. Ah, okay. Got it. So, so what NIL stands for is name, image, likeness. And that's okay. what they're selling is their name, oh, their image. Or yeah. Their likeness. So like yeah. if school's selling their jerseys, they can get kids can do camps. Um, there are some kids that are getting 
players that are getting paid like lots of money. But when you see yeah. this, a lot of money they're getting paid, there's a, uh, I forget what they're called. There's like big businesses that put together a lot of money. So like Indy, I know has, uh, do you know what this? Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of the word. It's it, like it, this. It's yeah. not a booster club, but it's a similar. similar. Inv- so yeah. they're bringing together big money people that then. So there's like billions of dollars on this, like we're going to call it the booster club in Indianapolis that can be used to, so like now there's this transfer portal where kids can transfer schools and mm-hmm. they don't have to sit out a year. And so like these big, oh. like booster clubs are enticing people and like, so they like can, recruiting. Yes. To so like a kid just went to, or encouraging them to stay in college and not to go pro. Yes. A basketball okay. player just went, imagine this, a teenager, I don't know, he's probably like 20, but to Miami for $800,000. Like we're talking, but that's not the normal case. Um, right. So, uh, with all, back to your question, we went on a little tangent here. Yeah. Well, we we're just on this <laughs> no, fishing sorry. trip, <laughs> fishing trip, uh, with the coach and you fit in nicely here. <laughs> we were, it's a collective, the collective that's yeah. The, so there's like these collective groups. So like, um, Purdue could have a collective group that it's, these people, big they pull money their people, money to try and try keep to, students at their university. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's interesting, but hmm. um, we were talking about that kids today. So is it's not like growing up as a, a kid when we grew up. They have all the social media. They have all mm-hmm. these things. So instead of like a lot of times, you'll see like certain coaches are retiring because of their old school and they can't get with the new school. Like you have to. Kids are different. They're being raised. Um, not in a bad way, but they have a, it's just different. They, they're always, you know, they always have people whose eyes are on them. Like it's, so I can't imagine. So you have to put yourself in their shoes because when they're having these meltdowns emotionally, or they're having these, mm-hmm. they're just not, they're acting different because it's not the same. Like it's different. So you have right. to be able to relate with, get with the new school and either jump on or you get out because. Right. You, yeah, your coaching different. style needs to reflect the needs of the kids, not your needs as a exactly. coach. Well, and I've exactly. watched, mm-hmm. um, both my boys are, are athletes, but I've watched my niece who's actually ex- extremely good at softball mm-hmm. and she has separate social medias. One is for her, her personal stuff and that type of thing. Then she has another one that is her, I call it her professional social media. And it's all about softball yeah. because that's mm-hmm. what she gives the recruiters and that's what they're looking at. And like, and it just fascinates me that she's been doing this now. She she's uh will be a junior this fall mm-hmm. and that they're having to think that way in middle school. Like, yeah. what am I, you know, it's I have to create pressure. this. It's a, lot it's of a pressure. huge yeah. amount of pressure. And she, like you said, she loves the sport. I can't imagine her doing anything else. It's the only thing she does um, and just has this huge love for it, but has talked about how social media kind of takes part of that out because she feels like she can't mm-hmm. be herself. Like if I have one breakdown or one bad game or, mm-hmm. you know, a recruiter sees that, what does that mean? And so, yeah, I've, watching her in those you know additional travel ball leagues and stuff like that well i love seeing her on the field it's just interesting it's different than what mm-hmm. you know like yeah. you said it's not playing on the sandlot in, it's free in play. the neighborhood yeah, it's right? not, yeah yeah and i would say i'm gonna throw i'm gonna like keith urban a little bit of everything so i'll keep just throwing more stuff <laughs> all right but um the other thing is let kids play multi-sports because i think mm-hmm. a lot of coaches are like jumping on the bandwagon of like you need to focus on this and you look at the like all the analytics and people who are specializing are injuring in themselves. Yes. You look at Zion Williamson who played hundreds of games of AAU and was this phenom at Duke. And now he's in the league and he 
ain't like where Zion at. He kind of yeah. blew his knee and he's kind of, he played yeah. too much basketball. Yeah. yeah. I think that wow. for me as like a spectator, I suppose of high school sports, I'm like, that to me is always the most heartbreaking. I'm always like, Oh, I'm like, I hate when a kid gets injured. I mm -hmm. really do. Like, it, yeah. I'm like, I don't like seeing it. I don't like watching it. And it's like, I know that they're like, this could be a finite period of time for them in their life, right? This few years that they may have the opportunity to play, but like now they have to live with this injury for the rest of their life. And I'm mm. like, I, and I'm thinking like my 40 year old knees feel this way. <laughs> and I never had to have like major reconstructive surgery or anything like that. But like, I just always think about that with kids too. I'm like, mm -hmm. it just, it, it cuts me deep. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Well, and, <laughs> and this may be old school, yeah. I guess, versus new school. But I felt like when we were in high school, you had like, weight training classes and I can remember my football prep football friends like some of their practices were specifically weight training classes and lifting weights or you know running or whatever um and with my kids that are athletes I don't necessarily see that like their practices are much more like playing through plays and stuff like that they're not getting that back in fitness and nutrition piece. Mm -hmm. Today's episode of Where We Landed is brought to you by the United Way of Grant County. The United Way's mission is to build stronger families. We believe that sharing inspirational stories helps strengthen the fabric of our community. To get involved, contact the United Way at 765-662-9811. And is that something that I know you said your business is looking at that mindset piece? Do you guys focus on that as well so that there isn't either the issues with injuries or when you're recovering from injuries. Mm -hmm. uh, my son's best friend's recovering with an injury right now. And we're talking about what that recoup time looks like. So is that some of what you guys do as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that there's a lot of misconception what the weight room's for. And it's the number one thing is for injury prevention. Like you're getting yeah. in there, you're keeping your body. And then you, and yes, you're going to add power and speed and strength. But the number one thing is you're trying to keep yourself sustained. And I also think it's a misconception. People like go hard when they're not in season. Then when they get to season, they just stop lifting. It's like, no. it makes no sense. Yeah. You should continue through. You just adjust your, yeah. your reps and how hard you're going, but you're still pushing it. Um, and then the number one question, like when we meet with the new client, we always ask is how much sleep do you get? Because mm. sleep is but for anybody is the number one it's free number yeah. one recovery <laughs> free and people like and you think of these kids you know even no matter what they're getting home at 10 or 11 at night from games and they got to be at school the next morning or early and they got homework like they're not yeah. sleeping enough and that is a cause of a lot of injuries is when you're when you're tired when you're you're not eating right you're not hydrating mm -hmm. like you're not taking care of your body and so uh, there's a formula one plus two equals three. So spiritual and the mental equals the physical. And so a lot of people focus on number three, the physical. And so what our business does is we say whatever as above, so below. So however you are spiritually and mentally, it's how you're going to be. It's going to come out physically instead of vice versa. Um, and kind of teaching kids work smarter, not harder because mm -hmm. There and this was something I had to learn. Like you, like can go in the gym and you can just keep pushing your body, keep pushing, pushing, pushing. But you're trying to get to that next level and level up yourself individually. But if you're not taking care of spiritual, mental, like you're not going to level gonna up. Somewhere. You're gonna I yeah need, yeah. There's a lot happen. of adults that need to hear that as well. <laughs> that, yeah, that we do <laughs> a have lot our of mindset adults. too. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say you asked about nutrition too. Um, I was in line at Aldi one day and Courtney was yes. like, "Hey," <laughs> actually, I was like looking at her cart. <laughs> I was like, where'd you find that cauliflower rice? She's like, here, you take this one. <laughs> yeah. So nutrition is part of it too, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So completely off topic. 
Um, you grew up here, family legacy here, went off to Purdue, calm boomerangs. We come back either trailing spouse or because, you know, <laughs> kicking something, and screaming, right? <laughs> kicking and screaming. So my question to you is like, did you think you would come back here or did when your husband said, Hey, guess what? I'm moving to Mary. And you're like, Oh, great. Yes, I am <laughs> like, <too. laughs> what, what does that look like for you coming back? Yeah. Um, I honestly had no idea where I would end up at. Um, I thought that I would be playing professional basketball somewhere, whether uh, I had opportunity to go overseas, but didn't really want to go over. Like I had contracts, but ended up not going. Um, I was kind of like stay in the States, get into the league uh, or bust. And so um, after that, we you go through the phases like, and we've all been now there what? like, yeah. now what? Yeah. And so um, in 2014, that's where I was. I was like, now what? Like, this is what I've been my whole life been going for. And so you have that like reset. Um, and I'm thankful my husband, Jordan was along, he was, uh, climbing the coaching ranks and I kind of had the conversation and said, I was at a, a point where I honestly like was struggling. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. We've all been there. And I was like, I told him, I was like, I'm move, I'm going back home. Like moved, you need to move to Marion. So could we done the long distance thing? He was in Chicago mm -hmm. coaching, getting his master's when I was at Purdue. And I said, we need to be in the same city and date and, and, and talk through and figure this stuff out. We were engaged at the time. Um, and so he moved here, went to Coach Tonigal's office and uh, started helping the boys team, got a job at IWU um, and had a great run. The IWU team won the national championship when he was there. Um, he got a great job and we were able to work through and then we stayed. So. So it's kind of like a, it could be like a movie, I guess. So, <laughs> so it wasn't like he was like, yeah, I'm moving. It was like. Yeah, it's kind of okay. like yeah, <laughs> relationship right. piece of it. So love right. basketball here. Yeah. <laughs> as as a partner in business with your, I think that can be a challenging thing to to partner up with with a spouse. <laughs> and so careful, what, Scott. <laughs> so, sorry, careful. bring it on. I'm, what are the strengths that he brings? What are the strengths that you bring to this business? Yeah. So uh, strengths of Jordan, he is a very um, high energy guy. So like super passionate, go out and meet with people. Um, it's very, very good at navigating and calling people on the phone, um, getting things set up. I don't like talking on the phone. So, <laughs> so that's number one. Like he's very more outgoing. Um, I'm more of like behind the scenes. So like administrative things or like uh, being creative and thinking of, okay, what are some ways, we, things we can do uh, to move the business forward? But he is, uh, so we kind of balance each other out there. Um, he's an early bird. I normally, we call ourselves, this isn't good guys to talk about getting sleep. Sometimes, I mean, when you're a young couple with young kids, we're like the Waffle House. Yeah. Uh, it's like <laughs> 24 hours. 24 hours. Yeah. Like the kids go to sleep. I'm up working mm -hmm. on stuff. Um, he gets in the morning, he's doing that and we're traveling um, all over. So, but the fun thing of being, uh, doing business together is that we get to, you know, go do this stuff together. It's like yesterday we took family, went to West Lafayette to a location we have there and he was training guys and I had their kids out like in this huge woods. We we're hunting <laughs> obviously <laughs> uh, like with Grayson and Caroline. And, um, so it's, those are kind of things how we offset each other, I would say. Yeah. Let's say with the young family, what are the things in Grant County that as a young family, you guys go out and do and pay attention to? So, um, my kids and Jordan love Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> so that's <laughs> Just like the kids and Jordan. Yeah. Well, like oh. whenever I have, I love it too. <laughs> okay. But I'll, I'll just, I'll lead into. So whenever I have practice, um, 
Jordan takes the kids to the roadhouse. Like they know it's an outing. They go there. He sets them on one side of the booth with him. And it's like, he has like a system. All the food comes to the end of the table. He chops it up, <laughs> sends it down to him. Um, and so, I mean, going out to eat is a, is a big thing, but we love going to the parks too. Um, yeah. Going to Amboy has a great park. It's closed. Yeah. Matter Park is great. Um, we like uh, going, oh, there's so many good ice cream places. So that, you know, kids, young families hit yeah. up all the ice cream places um going out to the reservoir hiking around mm -hmm. so just that's mainly kind of we go swimming a lot like it go out to iwu um or go to the to the y and go swimming um during the winter time when you need to get the kids out of the house <laughs> yeah <you know? laughs> get some energy out so so there's some things i'd say we like mm -hmm. to do what are, what are the things that if um if people want to get in touch with your business how do we best get in touch with your business or if we wanted to send people your way so as listeners are listening to this and say, man, I'd really like Courtney and Jordan to be working um, with our kids or with our coaching staff, how do we get in touch with you? Yeah, uh, we have a website. Um, shout out to Wendy Puffer and her crew helped us uh, last yeah. summer getting that stuff when they were getting going. Uh, but it's www.compete, C-O-M-P-E-T-E, -E, not complete. <laughs> everybody likes to put it in. Compete. Compete. Trainingacademy.com. And there's uh, contact forms. You can fill it out. You can choose exactly what you want. You want mindset. You want basketball. Do you want to come work with your team? Whatever it is, it's all on there. It's pretty easy to navigate. Okay. Um, and then is there a certain, I know you've said that, hey, we're working with adults. We're working with kids. Is there a certain age group that you just have a passion for? Like if you said, hey, if I could strip everything away, this is the perfect age group for me to be working with. I think uh, I love working with youth. Um, so like I could choose any age group I wanted to, to start our girl side AAU and I chose fourth grade. Um, because I think you can, their, their brains are, you know, it's, they're very like, um, sponges at that age and you can really teach them the correct way to think, uh, the correct ways to do things and you don't have to break habits that they've it developed. And so then when they start with fourth grade, you can kind of like, when they get older, you can start pushing them and yeah. you build the relationship, I think with a kid too, over time. I know Iris doesn't like the all-time favorite questions. <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll give you two to three, four to five favorite coaches, not that you yeah. necessarily played for, but that you'd say, man, just over time, these coaches, men's, women's side, who are, from your perspective, the coaches that you'd want maybe your kids to play for? Are there four to five of them out there that you'd say? Ooh, this is a... And it could be He's known for these types or, of questions. Or it could be one or two. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. could be four or, or five. Or it could be your favorite. Yeah. He yeah. always has the hardest yeah. questions ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but for a basketball player, and, I think that's... And we're a, stalling right now to give you some right. time. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. This is part so of it. So are we talking basketball coaches? Are we talking just... It could be any coach. Any it could coach be football, general. hockey, you know, whatever whatever sport. But I was thinking basketball. Okay, so basketball. go stick basketball. Um, I would say um, Pat Summit. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think like growing up, I all of my I mean I had Tennessee everything like every little girl. <laughs> so like just growing up in that era when she was yeah, yeah. was coaching. I don't know her personally, but just um, her the the way that she built Tennessee women's basketball and like the powerhouse they were. Like I, mm -hmm. that's and so like I said, I don't know her personally, so right. I can't. When I, my kids, I don't know. I have to meet her, but just <laughs> what she was able to do and the way she coached and like reading her books and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say, uh, Sharon, my head coach in college, Sharon Versa, for sure. Um, she cared about the people. So like, um, there were times I just go in her office and sit and she'd talk life with me. Like she nice. down to earth, yeah. Indiana roots. I mean, just 
salt of the earth uh, woman uh, who I still talk to today. She was at her um, farm last summer, you know, before she moved to South Carolina, having lunch with us. So I would say Sharon Versa. Um, I would say uh, April Schilling. Um, so she was April McDivitt. So this is who trained me um, growing up at Champions Academy in Indy. And same thing, she was just at, she visited recently. She's married to Ed Schilling now. Just uh, the Christian mentor that she is and the way she, like, the, her approach to the game is is the way it should be. Yeah. Um, and so I would say April Schilling. Um, so we got here on our list. That's three. So, uh, yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. And then John Wooden, you got to, I mean. Yeah, you got to put him on there. John yeah. Wooden is, yeah. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. John Wooden, absolutely. Just his, the pillars and what he. Yeah. So anybody with, I mean, the character. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So I don't nice. even really follow sports and I know John Wooden. <laughs> yeah, John Wooden. Yeah. Well, before we, I, we still have just a little bit of time, but I wanted to make sure I get this question in here and I wanted you to have an opportunity to share, you know, over your career, your personal career playing. Um, can you share with us one of your most favorite or memorable moments or your favorite win, or it could have been most memorable loss, um, though I'm sure most of us try to <laughs> get rid of those, but like, what was one of your f- most favorite moments? Hmm. I've gotten asked this question a lot, yeah. and honestly, uh, oh, my man, my kind of like <laughs> different in the sense that like the process. Mm-hmm. So like when I think back, I think of like just being out on the driveway and like mm-hmm. just for hours sweating, being out mm-hmm. running late at night when nobody sees. My parents are walking around the track, out running sprints on the on the um, the turf. Um, the kind of just like the process and the grind of becoming like when I look back on everything, that's what, oh. and just, you see faces, like you see your, your parents, you see my brother. I, I see my, my grandparents, I see uncles and aunts and cousins and just friends and coaches that were along the journey. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I know it's a, that's, that's really what, I, when I look back, cause everything like everybody wants to, you know, the winds, the mountaintop, but it's the, it's down in the, yeah. The valley where you're just, that's where you're growing at. It's the people that show up. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're growing. And um, so that's what yeah. I think what I, is what I would say. I love that. Are, are you a reader? Do you read much? Oh, I love you? to read. Yes. I read about like kind of one of those. I said, you know, a little bit of everything. I'll have like five books going at once. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's the only way to do it. Yes. <laughs> what are you reading right now? If, if people want to get inside your mind and find out like what you put in your <laughs> I'm reading a lot on mindset stuff so mm-hmm. um the science of mine uh um I'm reading a book about like past and the future uh reading um Bob Goff's new book Undistracted Tim Tebow's new book so kind of like a, a wide range of, of different books there so they're all mm-hmm. not I'm not into the fiction stuff like if I'm going to read something, take time to do it, I want to like, Learn and I, I also read a lot of Little Blue Truck to my kids. Oh, yeah. Little Blue Truck. <laughs> little Blue Truck. Okay, you got to write that down. That's got to go in the show notes. Little yeah. Blue Truck. Little Blue Truck, yes. It comes in every holiday too. Mine uh, mine was <laughs> Monster at the End of This Book. That's the one that I read to my kids mm-hmm. over and over and over. How, how about other podcasts or TV shows, series, anything that you're doing for either fun or for learning right now? Yep. Um, Todd Durkin, uh, impact podcast. I listen, listen to that a lot. Um, he owns a out in San Diego, a gym out there and he, um, has worked with Drew Brees a lot. So Drew Brees was just his latest one. So I listened to it yesterday and it's really, really good, um, podcast with Drew. And then, uh, our mindset, um, coach that Jordan and I have worked with called, um, 
called The Pathway to Your Results, Derek Grant. Um, and he's based out of Indy, and he's, like, just on this different level, just, like, trying to figure out the universe and uh, the, the way that he's, like, I think everybody needs a coach. And, like, uh, Jordan and I have both worked with him, and we still work with him, and he's just on a different level. Like, and so I listen to his a lot. Okay. Any TV shows? Any movies that are coming out this summer? You'd be like, hey, I got to go see that. <laughs> yeah. Not, Cartoons. I mean, yeah. I mean, we got a lot of like Moana and stuff on in our house. <laughs> <laughs> Minions, um, you know. So we're, we're not too. Bluey. En- Enchanto. Bluey. Bluey is, Bluey's on a lot yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> you feel I, that one, Scott. I do feel that one. <laughs> one's on a lot. Hunting. My son likes watching hunting videos, so it's a cool. Oh. Called Seek One. It's like this guy down in Atlanta. Uh, Georgia that goes and knocks on houses like these like mansions yeah um that are it's like can I hunt your property <laughs> yeah and like gets these monster bucks like yeah. it's kind of oh cool. my gosh yeah so <laughs> wow. one, good one. one you may I, I don't know if if you've had a chance to spend time with Scott Drew but uh he's got a brand new book out called The Road to Joy and I've heard that's a really good book too, I, I'm so. gonna get that after it's, this yeah it's yeah. on my uh it's on my nightstand right now mm-hmm. um and then this weekend Top Gun uh the remake, I think. So I'm Boo. looking forward to that. I'll stick with the original. Yeah. <laughs> I know a new book too. I just, cause when you said that, I did just get yeah, one yeah. yesterday. It's uh, a Christian's approach to meditation. So it's mm. kind of been like this, mm. like yeah. everybody's like, Oh, meditation's right. weird, but it's not, it's like just yeah. con- not concentrating. And yeah. um, so I forget the author now. I just got it yesterday, but it's a blue book. I know. Yeah. Which I got question, recommended. Man. Jesus went out into like the desert for 40 days and 40 exactly. nights or whatever. Right. I'm pretty sure yeah. he meditated while he was out there. Yes. Not sure what he was yeah. doing out there. Yeah. So yeah. if not for that, yeah. if not yeah. for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Courtney, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Um, it's been awesome just to hear your story and, and to get to know you. And hopefully people begin to reach out either through this podcast, or if you know of somebody that might be impacted by Courtney and, and Jordan uh, in a positive way, please uh, send them, send them your your way so um but thank you guys and uh it's been great to be with you on where we landed this week thank you thanks thank you today's podcast was engineered by kyra montero of frequency canvas